Good morning. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Today we have a few people joining us, and we're just going to get started. Today we're starting with the topic of the untimely passing of Ruth Boehner Ginsburg. Let's talk about this, guys. How is everybody today? Doing okay. Doing better. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say untimely, but she, the lady had counsel for Elba. Well, I don't think she passed at the time the Democrats wanted her to pass. Well, that's true, but hey, if, if everybody knew when they were going to die, nothing would get done. Mm -hmm. So this situation has left our, our Supreme Court short of justice, and this isn't good. Especially with all the stuff that's going on right now, don't well, you guys think? That's why we need to go ahead and uh, confirm somebody because the uh, the election that's going to happen in the next four or five weeks is going to end up in the Supreme Court because uh, all the shenanigans that the Democrats are doing in Pennsylvania and in Wisconsin is going to throw it all up in arms. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we're going to the Supreme Court's going to have to rule on it, so we need enough justices on court to hear the case. Yep. So President Trump's going to have to appoint somebody in short order. Well, it's just, it's just like if the Democrats were in the same position, uh, they would be putting somebody in there, too. I don't care what they're saying. I can see why the Republicans didn't do it on Obama's last appointee, because the Senate wasn't controlled by the Republicans, and they said, we're not going to vote on it. Now the Republicans are in control of the Senate and the presidency, so yeah, we're going to move on it. And there is past history showing that fact. 70% of justices have been confirmed this way. Mm-hmm. Well, I, guys, we all know that President Trump has the right and the authority to appoint a new Supreme Court justice. And I fully believe he's going to do that. And I fully believe all this stuff is going to take place. But I also fully believe that these anarchists and these hoodlums and these these criminals who are out there vandalizing our businesses and our homes and creating fear and anarchy on our streets are just going to get worse. So I really think we need to think about this stuff. And that's another reason why we need to be concerned about the kinds of judges we have in all of our courts. Because what happens if we have to take a case all the way to the Supreme Court in which we're being charged because we had to protect ourselves against one of these anarchists? What kind of judges do we want on that Supreme Court hearing that case? Do we want judges who will uphold our right to bear arms and protect ourselves? Or do we want judges who are going to um, pretend that the Constitution doesn't exist? The, the judges who are going to uh, rip it up and ignore our constitutional rights? I think well, we need to think about that. Well, look what happened in Omaha earlier this summer when the riot started, that, that bar owner, he killed that BLM um, rioter. I ain't going to say protester, the rioter. Um, at first, the DA let him go. Now they arrested him. Now he's, the guy didn't kill himself now. You know, that's a, that's a doggone shame. These, these DAs and prosecutors are getting, are getting scared. They're um, listening to the mob now. You know, where do, we, where, do we, where do we draw the line at? Okay? Where do you draw the line at? Well, I keep, I keep telling people, you know, there has to be a line where you have to draw in the sand. 
where do you cross? Where do these people cross the line at? Okay, you you got to do something. The, the Second Amendment says you have a right to bear arms against any threat, foreign or domestic. And now we have a bunch of domestic terrorists running around. Come on now, something has to give. Well, being uh, it, it's you know I cannot sit here and say that I'm grateful that somebody died that's something i cannot do and i never will do and she had a long battle with cancer it kept spreading all over her body and stuff but it when i was told that she died my my jaw dropped couldn't believe it not in excitement of the new uh appointee that's going to be coming through trump but i was worried about my country and what we're going to go through for the next six weeks with the democrats but if there's any more rioting if there's any more chaos that can only help donald trump because People are going to start seeing that we are on the brink of something in this country. We don't know if we're going to go back to the way it was, or are we going to cross that threshold and start being a country of anarchy? And we are at that point, and we all need to be nervous about it. Oh, Tim, listen to me. I think the anarchs, anarchists are right. I don't think we'll ever go back to the way it was, because, listen, if we reelect President Trump, things are only going to get better than things were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know because these people, these people, just these kids. I should say because they, these little jobless little punks don't know anything about the real about the real world. Only what they've been told in school, or what they think of, or what they think social media is, because they think social media is, is is the real life, is the real world, and that they have a rude awakening coming. Okay, as you can as you know, if they if those kids had real jobs, they wouldn't be out there protesting and and all that rioting, they wouldn't be doing it. Okay, do you see any doctors out there doing it? Or any engineers out there doing that? No, it's these kids that go to school for four or five years and get pampered and babied in their little safe spaces. Then when they get into the real world, oh, I've been lied to, so burn it all down. And that's not how the real world works. There are consequences to your actions, okay? For every action, there's equal and opposite reaction. If they they would know that if they took actual real college class, but they don't. And now they, they will be held to pay. They will be held to pay for their actions. And, these, and people are getting tired of it. Every day, I, I was looking at the news, <clears throat> not, on, not on communist CNN or MSDNC, but actual independent media is going out there talking to these people. Like, we, we're, we're tired of it, and we stand, we're finally standing up to it. That's what we all need to do. And I don't know if everybody's heard, but what happened on September 20th in Louisville, a Black Lives Matter person walked into a bar and, and shot, shot three, pe three people to death in the bar. It was never talked about on the news. It was nope. never mentioned on the news. Nobody, I, I found out about this two days ago myself. And look what he was wearing, too, a Breonna Taylor t-shirt. Yep. And nobody talked about it. Nobody mentioned it. It's because the news, like I told everybody, you might watch the news, but it's still somebody else's opinion because they're only telling you what they want to tell you. They're not telling you the facts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I say, October is going to be something to remember. What you said, Joetta? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut. What you said, Joetta? That's the very reason I don't listen to the news. Yeah. Because they're <clears throat> super opinionated. They're not coming clean with everything. 
And you know, when people press them to come clean, they try to figure out some way to wiggle out of it and tell another lie on top of it. It's getting old real fast. Well, Joe, with that, a lot of people are, are finally figuring that out now. Mm-hmm. This, this virus, what well, I even call it, this scamdemic, has finally woken up a lot of people. They're talking about, like they're saying, 200,000 people have died. And I've been saying bull since this crap has started. It's like right. I told my dad the other day, how in the world we get 200,000 deaths, but where it broke out at, only 4,000 people died. It don't make any sense. It's not yeah. adding up. And it's kind of funny. Nobody else has died from anything else but, but this virus since this has happened. This, this must be the cure-all virus. <laughs> you know? I'm not touching that. <laughs> see, I tell, see I, like I tell people, I don't believe anything I'm told. I, go re- I like to research stuff. Just like I said in my diocese clinic when this first started, like I tell them, I'm like, how in the world y'all are nurses or, or, or healthcare technicians or, or healthcare pro- professionals and you don't look up crap? About about this stuff. Here it is. I'm a blind person that looked that looked up more about this than you did, and I know more about it than you. And you're supposed to be treating people. What kind of crap is that? Well, like, hey, can can we actually say people have been taking sleeping pills and walking around like sleepwalkers? What zombies? Yeah. 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 People just have, been, have not been paying attention. They didn't want to pay attention. They're so busy off in their quote unquote uh let's 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 put it their own version of reality that they're not really paying attention to what's really out there. Mm-hmm. They're going by their little world, nobody else's, and nobody else can tell them what to do in their little world. So okay. So guys, let's try to get back over to RBG. Um so, is everybody on the panel in agreement that President Trump has the authority to yeah. justice? So there's no no dissenters on the panel, no op- opposing opinions. We can get going here. Yeah, because that that's that's in the that's in the Constitution. That's his, that's his yeah. yeah, you're you right. You can't argue the Constitution. Well, actually, you can. The Democrats have been doing it for a while. Oh, they- well, I mean, you, 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 can, you, you can sit back and see what the Democrats are barking about what happened uh, four years ago with Obama. I mean, you can see their point in a way. But back then, the Republicans are in control of the Senate. They have advice and consent by the Constitution. If they don't want to pick up the nominee, they don't have to. So, again, the Constitution, if you go by what our Constitution says, the Republicans are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. And they did that again four years ago. Okay, that's a great point, Tim. And that, that's something else I wanted to point out to our viewers. So the Constitution needs to be the final law. If it is any the law questions, of land. The Constitution has to be the final place we go. And our president has to be the one with the final say-so in this country because he is the supreme boss. That is something else I wanted to point out. Well, it's it's his privilege and it's his pick, mm-hmm. and that's why we voted. That's why the Democrats lost three seats in the last election when the Senate was up because what they did to Mike Kavanaugh. 
enough people got pissed off about it and said, we're kicking you out. And so that's still that power that they gave us two years ago is still in effect today. And they want a, a, a conservative on the court, a constitutionalist, not a radical leftist who just does whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um. But then has everybody heard about the report that's coming out of Florida that Mike Bloomberg is paying the fines of $32,000 convicted felons because their fines are haven't been paid so they can't vote in the election. And now he may be criminally charged because it's a federal offense and a state law offense if you pay somebody to get something for a vote. So now he is in jeopardy. And so now the, the people that he paid their fines for are in jeopardy because it's like a bribe. And now they committed a crime. So all those 32,000 may end up back in jail again. But just like LeBron James is doing that too. If you look at, if you look at it realistically, people in the prison system normally are revoked of the right to vote. Certain states. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. In certain states. But why in the world would you give that right back to somebody who intentionally lost their rights by committing the crime in the first place? Because, because they will vote they give you they will vote for you later yeah. on. It was put in by Democrats because mm-hmm. Democrats are weak on crime. You can look at the country today. They are weak on crime. No bail. Hey, you commit a crime, you can go out and beat the hell out of somebody, and an hour later you're released back with no bail. No consequences. That's why they vote Democrat. Yeah, New York Mm. is a war zone now. One of many we got now. You know, um, what did I say, Um, um, Becca? Well, I was just going to say, I've only been in New York City once in my life. It was a few years ago. And when I was in New York, it was an amazing experience. And I had planned on going back and, and checking out the city when I could spend more time there. I was actually there with a friend of mine for a show of his. And so I didn't have any time to check the city out on my own behalf. And so I had always thought I'd come back, but now it sounds like the city might not be there. It ain't, there's no, there's no law, hardly. You, you, no, no joke. I have a sister that stays across the, the Hudson River, New Jersey. She, she's terrified up there now. You know, it's literally that bad. You know, and that idiot, um, what's his name, de Blasio, that moron, like with that Nobel reform earlier this year, him, him and that dummy AOC, you know, I can't believe people still listen to that idiot and believe her. It's just, I can't believe this crap. You know, what, what more does she have to do to tell you she's not for you? She's a communist. You know, anybody that likes Bernie Sanders is a communist is a tra- and a traitor to this country. That is treason. But people just don't, they don't pay these young kids. That, that's why they want all this free crap. They won't free this, free that. You know, again, like on another subject, somebody has to pay for that, but they don't know that. But, you know, when you have communists that are in our government, that tells you something. If this was the 1950s, they would, they would, they would literally will be hung for treason. They would, the government, FBI, we used to go out and, and hunt these people down for, uh, for being communists. But now they just let them roam free, say what they want to say. That, <laughs> that is literally treason. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. Again, like I say, people say don't go back to the 50s talking about black, silver, black. I ain't worried about that right now. I'm worried about these idiots 
that are in our government trying to take trying to make us socialists and communists. Okay, it's it's sad. That well, would be the word I'd use. They're just using all these Black Lives Matter protests and the Antifa as they're they're the hoodlums for the Democratic Party. They're 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 the wreckers. And they're basically saying, hey, you better vote us in or we're going to make it worse. And they're going to probably try to make it worse. So I imagine if, uh, God, I hope that President Trump is reelected and it's going to get worse. I, we all need to, to accept that and lock and load, baby. Lock and load. I've been, I, how long have I been saying that? How long have I been saying that? Hell, I ought to show you all the, all the different ammo cans in my closet right now, full to the brim. I've been ready for this. I got, I got my mind, spirit, and body we're all ready to go. I hope it don't have to come to that, but this is going to bring for a long time. I'm not looking for trouble, but if trouble shows up my front doorstep, then I'll handle it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, like I tell you, I just ordered ammo yesterday, and all this rain had something to do. Needs something to do. Well, you better order all the, better all the, order the, all the ammo you can because – they may not get rid of the guns, but they're going to get rid of the bullets so you can't fire yep. that gun. So that's they're going to do it the back doorway. They're going to eliminate the bullets. Yep, and Obama already did that when he closed the last smelting plant down in America. So now we got to get all all our ain't all our lead products from from um from China. Ain't that some crap? Well, I would hope that President Trump would reopen those smelting factories. You know, he's reopening a lot of the other stuff that. President Biden or President Obama and previous presidents shut down. Yeah, I hope so because uh, I'm sure it's on his agenda. Yeah, but like they said, well, you know, Tim, with the ammo, it was already going to be bad because every election year, ammo and guns is always up for grabs on during election year. But you had a trifecta stuff to happen with the coronavirus, then with these riots and stuff. You know, it was just all chaos, and it's and it's sad. It's I'm glad to see a lot of people exercising their Second Amendment, but for gun owners like me and you, you know, it's hard that we can't really go shoot like we want to go shoot now. Like <laughs> I gotta okay. go to the range and shoot two or three bullets, and I'm done. So, guys, in Montana, where I used to live, my husband and I knew a man for many years who actually loaded his own bullets. It is possible to load your own bullets. You just need to buy the hardware and know how to do it. That's the thing. That, that's sold out now, too. The primers and the gunpowder and the project are sold out everywhere. I mean, when you reload a bullet, I mean, that's the thing. All those, when, when this coronavirus first happened, I mean, everything was gone, was, was leaving. I remember being at Academy Sports looking for bullets, and I got what I wanted. And my dad said, wow, that, that gun counter sure is packed. I didn't think nothing about it. Heck, if I would've known, I would've bought the whole doggone shelf of bullets. You know, well, now I, I'm regretting it now, but I still got a, I got a, a darn good stash. <laughs> you know, well, like I said, I've been, oh, sorry, Tim. This is why we, we need to hope that Trump wins. And I think the most important thing also that everybody keeps looking past is the Republicans have to hold the Senate. We have to, we have to hold the Senate. And right now it doesn't look good. I mean, I go through the figures every day and I'm praying that I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. And uh, if we lose the Senate, but hold on to Trump, 
it's it's going to be hell for the next four years. And yeah. so we have to hold on to that Senate seats. And well, the one the one lady in Arizona is going to lose. Uh, McSally. McSally, no, I Martha McSally. I don't think. I don't say Martha McSally's going to lose him. That's don't say that. I disagree. I I should be out there campaigning for Martha McSally. I just don't know how to get, how to get connected with her group. But she, just because it, I mean, we still have a long time before the election, dude. What makes you think she's going to lose, Tim? I have been seeing the polls, and I'm these are polls from Rasmussen, and it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for her. And and I love Martha McSally. I, she's mm-hmm. a veteran. I believe she flies uh, planes, if I'm correct, or helicopters, mm-hmm. one of the two. And I, I hope to God she does win. But there's a lot of other states that's really close or amazingly, it doesn't look good. And I am right now, I'm scared to death for our Senate more than anything. I'm more worried about the Senate than I am Donald Trump right now, because I think Trump's going to win. But the Senate is the one thing we have to hang on to. Well, yeah. listen, it's a very important for all our viewers to get out and vote. Well, look what they're doing with this. You know, like I told somebody yesterday, look at Foot Locker now. You know, now they're, they're making um, all the Foot Lockers, what, voter registration booths now? You know, pandering, they're pandering to black voters now. You know, they're, 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 they're um, converting all of the post-sports events into, into voting booths, actually. You know, how come you didn't do that at first, you know, years ago? Now you want, now you want, because they won't, they won't jump out of office so bad. They're pulling out all the stops here. Well, they're they're in Pen- Pennsylvania. They're putting uh, drop boxes everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not even secured. They're not even secured. They're going to allow, as of right now, after the election, three days after the election, for your vote to be counted. In Wisconsin, it's six days after the election, your absentee or your mail-in ballot can count. That's crazy. Yep. And you know what the funny thing about that, Tim? You know, I have friends here that don't even know who's even on the, who's even up, up for election. But, well, they but look, they will, but they will they vote Democrat the no matter what. They look for the D, whoever's got the D behind mm-hmm. them. It could be Satan himself, and they'll vote for Satan. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, you know, I told somebody the other day, she didn't even know who, who Mike Bloomberg was. I'm like, but if, but if he won the primary, you would have voted for him because he had a Democrat by it. And she said, yep. Like, wow, you are really, really blind to the fact that you don't know anything about politics. You don't pay attention. You'll literally vote yourself in this, into whips and chains just because of that, that D by their name. You know, and like I, you know, like I said, I was called a coon a few weeks ago. You know, I, even though I got proved, I got proved right by her because she, didn't, she ain't going to apologize, but she came and started talking to me. I'm like, heck, you ain't got to, you ain't got to say you sorry. I already know you sorry. Because I overheard you saying what you said the other, day, um, the other day. You know, call me all you want to, but you can't call me a liar. I don't, I don't care about name calling. It just proved me that I'm wrong. That's, well, all I, Joe, that's all I tell people. Joe Biden called all of us a virus the other day. We are nothing mm-hmm. but a virus. So now Republicans and conservatives are now being demonized. And uh, it's, it's not good. And so we're being dehumanized. Actually, we're actually being hunted, actually. Yeah, we're going to be hunted if it doesn't stop. And we already seen the facts of what happened in Louisville last week. Somebody walks in, kills three. It's a, it was a cop bar, too. 
to, on top of it. So we're nothing but animals now, and we will be hunted eventually. Did they walk in and kill three cops, or did they kill three who? What, three who people they- in a cop bar, and he was going after cops. He walked up and just started shooting people at the bar. Oh. And uh, it was a cop bar. It's a cop did, bar. He so did, they, did, he, did he survive or did he take his own life or what happened? He's still, I he's still that, out there. He's still out there. He's running. Oh, wow. This is why I tell people. I keep telling people, God, dog, it, get armed. If you can't get a gun, I can tell you many things. They got flashlight um, tasers now that sold out on Amazon, but I can tell you where to go get them at. Okay, come on, I got, you know, I'm like my dad, you know, he doesn't go anywhere, I, don't know. I learned that from him. He said, I don't care, unless they got a metal detector, I'm not going anywhere on on, it's, it's getting too crazy out there. Heck, it's been crazy, it's, it's getting worse and worse by the day. You know, to the point when I go to my dad's clinic in the morning, I take two guns with me, you know, whichever one I get to first. You know, it's, it's, it's to the point now, I knew this was coming, but not to this, not to this effect. You know, these idiots, don't, they don't want to listen to fact or reason. Like, like with the Breonna Taylor thing in Louisville right now, it doesn't matter what that uh, attorney general says, even if it's for the, um, the BLM um, rioters, they're still going to riot, no matter what. It's all about anarchy, no matter what, no matter what the facts are. We just want to burn it to the ground. You know, and that's what I'm, that's why I keep telling people here in Houston, open up your eyes. Okay, look, but a lot of y'all can't, can't see the forest for the trees. You know, I can say I had a friend, you know, all she cared about was her birthday party. I'm like, and you've been planning this birthday party for months, but you don't know what's going, this might be your last birthday party you have. You know, I hate to say it, but you have to be prepared. You know, I've been preparing for over, over a year now. Thank God I have. I wish I, you know, I wish I could have would have bought more. But hey, beggars can't be choosers. Well, hey guys, I got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book because you're blind in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12 and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story and I encourage you to listen to it. And the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the Audible version. And all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me. Thank you very much. And now back to the blind view. Well, Leon, everything that we have been told, I'm glad we're finally seeing it. It's out in the open because I was worried that they were going to do this on a sneak up on you. But I'm glad it's out there now and people can see it. That way we can A, vote and hopefully our vote will count and B, prepare for what can happen if whatever happens after the election. So I'm glad it's not sneaking up on us. Well, that's what I've been telling people, you know, but they didn't pay attention to, pay attention to the last election. Um, after Trump won, there were, there were riots in the streets, you know, and like I tell people, they didn't believe me. I had to, I had to go pull it up for them. I'm like, look, this, look what happened. Literally what, um, especially in LA and New York, they were rioting and tearing up stuff in the street because Trump had won. It's going to be 10 times worse now. And here's the thing, you know, 
Republicans never riot. It's always the Democrat or the far left. And nobody's talking about that. It's always the far left that are out there burning, shooting, looting. It's always them. The, de- the Republicans may protest, but it's always peaceful. There has never been one. Now, that crazy thing that happened in Virginia three or four years ago, Donald Trump is still being lied about when he said there's always there's good people on both sides. And immediately after that, he said, and I'm not talking about the skinheads or the the uh, Nazis, but that keeps on getting taken out of context because that's all they can do is take Donald Trump out of context. So uh, you people need to realize you've got to do your own research. You need to see what's really going on in the world. Quit listening to CNN, MSNDNC, and all those radical lefts. Even Fox is starting a little bit now, a little bit, yep. starting to do a little bit. I've been watching Newsmax, and that's where I get my news from now, is Newsmax. All right, Bart. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, and like I tell people, like I'm going to keep saying it, arm up. Okay, we are at the brink of a race war here, which is stupid because these idiots are literally, they're going back 100 years now. You know, there's literally a white Make it 200 years. Huh? Make it 200 years. <laughs> yeah. There, you're right there, Joetta. There's literally a whites-only cafe at the University of Michigan. Mm. I'm like, wow, really? I'm like, oh, my God, man. These, these dummies don't really know what's going on. They really don't know their history. I and that's the thing about it. The great schools and, and colleges are trying to, they've literally blanked that out. But I thank God Trump just signed that order, the 1776 order. I just hope that, that has some teeth. Hope that has some teeth. I hope it, I really hope it does too. Did you but, say there's a whites only cafe at the University of Michigan? Yep. So why, why is that not being attacked? Why? Because they're, because the mainstream media does not care. You know, that's the thing about it. The main, like, like Joetta said, the mainstream media is biased. They've always, well, they've always been biased. It's just, they want, they want this country to fail. Look who's in um, the mainstream media's pockets. George Soros and the, and the Chinese government. And Bloomberg, too. You know, Bloomberg, he has his own news, um, his, his own news media. Is you know, Bloomberg and it's, and it's really biased. Isn't Bloomberg the one that was paying off fines for? Yeah, yeah he's he's the one, and and the mayor, and, York, all yeah. of, and all of them were African American. So he's knows who they're going to vote for, and so they they were laughing about that last night. How he just chose who he wanted to pay off, and none of them were white or anything like that. And and the biggest problem with the Democrats right now, they are scared to death that the African-Americans in this country will awake one day and see how many lies and how many things that the Democrats have been saying all these years was nothing but a lie. And if that happened, this country would throw them out, the Democrats. I mean, that's what they're scared of. So well, that's, that's why the thing, Tim. Is, there's a line being drawn right now. Well, that's the thing, Tim. A lot of black folk have woken up. You know, Trump only got like 10% of the black vote. I, I guarantee you it's going to be close to 30% now. I well, guarantee right the, way, the things I'm looking at. They, uh, the polls are saying anywhere from 20 to 23% of the African-Americans are going to vote for Donald Trump. And if that happens, it's Donald Trump it. will win. You know, um, 
you're gonna have your idiots like like old girl that I that I got into with her at the clinic. People like her, you're not gonna you're never gonna convince. Okay, it's just no no matter no matter what um Trump does for the black community, we got to get him out because of all the lies that they listen to, and especially with that fake black woman Kamala Harris, they love her. I'm like, you really, <laughs> people just don't really know, and I, I don't even bring it up. I'm like, because if I did, it'll be it'll be a full fledged fight, literally. I have to watch my back in that place because people like that they don't <laughs> they don't want the truth, and you cannot tell them anything. That minds are made up, so let them go out there to be slaughtered like sheep. Well, if you put Kamala Harris next to Joe Biden, Joe Biden's darker than she is. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. Jamaican and Indian. She is not African-American. I don't know where they're getting that's that from. I, that's why I keep telling people that. She's my, she might be uh, 25% the most if she has that much in her. You know, and then when she became a senator, she literally said, I'm the first Indian-American woman in, in the Senate. She literally said yep. that. yep. That's what she uh, goes by. And her family had five plantations in Jamaica of slaves. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, that's in her lineage and in her line. And she wants to enslave all of us. She's a, she, like she said the other day, it is the Harris Biden ticket. She is going to be in control shortly after he's elected. And he knows it. He's just trying to get somebody in there. And that's all he's good for right now. He is a Trojan horse. And the, next, the first debate is next Tuesday. So thank God. Thank God. And I hope he flops. I can't yep. wait for the first debate, you guys. I hope Donald Trump just wipes them off the stage. I don't think you need to say the word hope. Isn't it pretty much a certainty? Well, he's going to get a shot in his ass, according to Donald Trump, for that dementia that he's got. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm hoping, and I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for him not to do, not have a bad, bad one. So... Hope for the best, but prepare that he gets through it. And uh, there's a possibility. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and Joanna, sister, I feel for you. I really do, because you you in downtown, that liberal-ass crap hole, San Antonio. I used to love that city, but now it's an anarchist haven, too, just like Austin, Texas is. Oh, Who's that? Want to go there about Austin? Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't tell y'all. Um, Tim and Becca, the Austin Police Union put up signs at at the entrance of the city. They're saying, "Enter Austin at your own risk. We have been defunded." Well, well good for them. I think the police departments are fighting back, and they're yeah. they're all backing Donald Trump. They all of them are endorsing Donald Trump. Not one has endorsed uh, Hayden Biden, and. Uh, that right there is proof in the pudding right there. So the police department are fighting back as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like, like, um, look at that kid in, in, in Wisconsin. I had an argument about that a, a couple of days ago. I told my, oh, he shouldn't have been across state lines. I'm like, first of all, no, no, no the law. That's the problem with people. You just listen to them again, to the mainstream mediocres out there. They don't, they, they tell you partial truths and okay, that kid, I showed the video. The kid was actually putting out a fire, and they started chasing him. And so, right there, self-defense. Once it, once you you're being chased, that's self-defense. Once he fired and shoot, and that idiot, the first one he shot, he he shot. Guess what he said? Shoot me, n word, shoot me. So guess what he did? Sure. He he 
he he unloaded on that dummy, and he was a he was a doggone sexual predator. The first one he killed, he was he did he had spent twelve years in the Arizona State Prison for um for um child rape. He was an actual sex offender, and people are, are gloating for, are gloating him, are putting him up there like oh he was so innocent. No, he was not. He was a piece of crap. And now he's hey I didn't I'm not gonna lose no, no sleep over him. Hey. One less idiot in the world. Mm-hmm. And they say that guy, that that kid Kyle, might get off with no bail. He might, they might let him go. Well, I I think a good kid got trapped up in something that he, I believe he shouldn't have been there. And if the cops weren't defunded, he didn't have to be there. But mm-hmm. he was trying to do a good thing, and uh, he got caught he, up. In he's crap. he's got caught up in it. And he was scared for his life, in which everybody in America is allowed to defend themselves if they think they're going to get hurt. And I saw the video last night where they slowed everything down. And to me, he's going to end up, if he goes to a real true jury, he won't be found not guilty. So mm-hmm. it, it's terrible that he's in this situation. And I wish to God he never went there. But he wouldn't have to been there if the police was able to do what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the same thing in, in Rochester, New York. You can claim, um, clearly see that the cops didn't, didn't kill this guy. The dude was, he was, he was overdosing on uh, PCP. And he, the cops, did, did, they did nothing wrong. And, you know, me as a blind person, I can see this. They were, they were nice and calm with the guy. What do you think the cops are going to do when a guy is, is outside butt naked in the snow? Going out of his mind. And he wasn't even shivering. Yeah, was he was cold. He was so back high on like his drugs. Up. So, and then he lunged after a cop with the uh, knife. So, a cop's supposed to protect himself. He has a family and kids to get home to that night. And the only way it's going to happen if somebody comes after him, he's got to protect himself. Mm-hmm. But these people don't—they don't care. It's all about chaos. You know, and like you said, Tim, people are starting to finally wake up. I hope it's not—I hope it's not too late, though. But. You know, it's it's, it's sad. It's well, truly sad. What's what's truly sad about it is I have lost some blind friends because of what's going on in the world. And they know that I'm a Trump supporter. I've got problems with one of my family because I'm a Trump supporter. And it's really starting to affect people's lives, who you stand with. And uh, I'm not going to buckle and I'm not going to give in just so I can keep hold of a couple of friends or a family member because of, I am doing what is right, in my opinion, for America. It's I mean, did they, America. Stop this, did they like just they like you stop talking to y'all? Did oh, they, yeah. Hey, we can't be friends anymore. They, de- they unfriended, they defriended me uh, several wow. months ago, calling me a racist and all that stuff. Well, I'm not a racist. I, I judge a person by their character and their behavior, not the color of their skin. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Him, I've experienced the exact same thing. It's horrible. Well, Tim, me and somebody, we came up with an idea of what I should do when I go to university. I should act like them do, they do, and say, hey, how come there's not enough black blind students in here? And, you know, and and call their bluff. I should do that. (laughs) Ouch. I should do it because, you know, I got got two victim cards on me right now. I never pull them, though, because it's stupid. Yeah, but I could do it, and I might just do that. But the that's the thing. Why I, 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 
I've, I've held off on going to a, a, a full university because, like I said, I don't think I could make it because I would have to, I had to kill, I had to hurt one of them little brat snap nosed kids because me being, I, I'm very outspoken. I don't hold my tongue for nobody. I'm, I can't do it. You know, I'm like my dad now. I see why he doesn't do it. Okay, and to me, you know, these kids have never worked a day in their life. They don't know anything. And again, they don't pay taxes. They on mommy and daddy's dime. Okay, talk to me when you when when your property taxes are, are, are going up every year, or you know they're taking more out of your paycheck because of the, the pay for these sorry social programs that ain't going nowhere. Okay, talk to me then. You know, or talk to me when when you first get up, like what happened to me at my first full job. I'm thinking I'm getting a, a decent refund check back for my taxes. The government said, no, we'll take that, thank you, because you owe Sally Mae. Okay? So I don't want to hear no crap about, you know, downward capitalism. I don't want to hear that crap. Shoot. Capitalism is the only one that's brought pe people out of poverty. No mm -hmm. other system has. All the other systems has kept people in poverty, except for a certain, uh, certain few in the higher ups or the people who's in charge. I can guarantee you when America becomes socialist, the only people who'll be flying around in airplanes are the politicians because they'll be in control just like they do in Cuba. The only people who's got anything are the people that's in the politics and the rest of them are poor. And that's what's going to happen here. If socialism the, is brought thing. in, you know, people, you know, Tim, like I told, you know, like I told my brother about Venezuela, last year oh he, he clearly said that'll never happen here and i'll be damned look what they're trying to do and he has nothing to say about that so i'm like see and, it's, and he still doesn't know what's what's gonna what's gonna happen now he's he worried about stupid crap on you know about basketball and all that crap i'm like the heck with basketball you know i'm worried about this country right now yeah i, I can't even watch nfl right now because i'm just so worried about what's going on in the world and uh, this is the reason why we've got to watch out for the AOCs. Their number is growing in, in, in Congress right now. The guy uh, in St. Louis who was at the riots with those two people that were defending their property, he was out there with a megaphone. He is now going to be the representative in Congress. And he was out there screaming hatred and all that stuff for Black Lives Matter. Now he is going to be the representative from St. Louis because there's no Republican coming out of there. So they're slowly but surely creeping into our politics and everybody needs to be aware about it. It's like cancer. It, it creeps in a little bit at a time. And by the time you find out, it could be too late. Well, well look what Trump has done Monday. You know, he, he's named what New York, um, Portland and Seattle anarchist um, havens. And he's a little defunded them. He said, you're not getting any money until you get control of your city. I'm thank God for that, but the more needs to be done. Okay. Um, like I said, Texas is starting to do it too. Again, you got Austin and San Antonio. Only thing, reason why Dallas is, and Houston ain't haven't felt that far because because um, the surrounding towns around those our cities are are conservative. They're not gonna let that crap happen. Yeah, in in a bigger city, yeah, it's it's blue, but but the surrounding counties and towns are um are red. That's what keeps Texas red. You know, but I don't know, man. You know, I did my research on my city the other day. We've only had two um, Republican um, mayors the whole the whole time Houston's been a city.
We've only had two Republican mayors. Well, guys, um, I think we can all agree that we're all conservative. Um, I just think we need to remember that right now, the most important things we can do is pray for our neighbors, our president, our friends and family, ourselves, and go vote. And be kind to your fellow, your neighbors and stuff, and try to help them. Well, Becca, that's the thing. Vote. It seems like vote is not going to get it done anymore. You know, you have to go out there and voice because these people, you know, I've seen people get shot now just for wearing a, a Donald Trump hat or get, or get punched in the face, you know, it, just for a, a political um, opinion, you know, and it's, and it's sad. But, you know, but the, but the funny thing about it, they know who to pick on. They know who to pick on, you know. Did y'all not see that um, in Pittsburgh where the, where, the, where the people are sitting inside of a restaurant, they just come into there and just start screaming at them? You know, why come that can't happen to me? Why not? I think they know. Why can't it happen to Leon? Leon just wanted a little confrontation. Just want to see, just want to see how, how Leon can fight back. I just want to Leon, are you saying you're, you're wanting to be a confrontation from a liberal freak? You doggone like a Marxist it. anarchist? Yep. Leon's going to be on the news. I know what you're talking about, though, Leon. I, like, I'm fit to be tied, dude. If I ever am in a situation where I'm face-to-face -face with one of those people and they're yelling that stupid bull crap at me, I'm liable to just play them out, man. I'm so fed up with all this BS, this anti-American, anti-constitution, anti anti-freedom BS that we're getting from AOC and and Biden and all the rest of the Democrats. Because mm -hmm, I just, that's the thing, they know who to pick on. It's like they just know. Like my like my dad said, I didn't, I didn't believe him when he said, Leon, when, he, when these people on the street talk to me, they know, they know who, who to talk to. And I didn't believe him until until a few months ago. I'm like, I think they really do know who to mess with. Because as you can see, they, they don't do that in Texas. They don't do that in Georgia or, or, nope. or Arizona. They, they do it in the, in the liberal states. They do it up there. But like in New York, that, that crap won't fly down here. Maybe Austin, maybe, but not, no, anywhere else, no. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, Beck, and you're right. I will. I do want to confront. Like, I want to see why you think the way you think. If you can't have a, a decent conversation with me, get out of my face. If you don't get out of my face, somebody's going is going to take a visit to the county morgue. I'm either me or you. Okay. And this is a stand your ground state. I don't. I don't have to retreat. Well, I just know that we better stop thinking that everything's hunky-dory out there because now we're getting killed on the streets. So we better be ready to defend ourselves both with our voice and with whatever other resources we have at hand. Well, Becca, with that, with that people don't believe, it's just, that's that saying that people say, oh, it'll never happen to me. You know, I've been hearing that all my life until it happens to you. You know, hey, man, me and Joetta both know like what in the areas we grew up in, you you don't take anything for granted. Okay? It's just that's just the way we were brought up. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, always lock. Make sure your door is locked at night. You you'd be amazed how many people get their get their house broken into because the door is unlocked. Mm-hmm. You know it's sad. Oh, you know again, I got another friend here. Oh, oh, I live in a safe place. It'll never happen to me. And what happened? They kicked in her door in, into her apartment twice. I'm like, come on, man. You got to think better than that. Okay, just because you pay more in taxes don't mean it's a safer place. Are either one of you in Maxine Waters District? Oh no, I'm I'm no. in Sheila Jackson Lee's district. Sheila Jackson Lee's district. No, her office is literally down the street from my house. I heard that she's having difficulties with her rep, uh, Republican uh, persons going after uh, against her. Who Sheila Jackson Lee? Uh, it, it's a it's a black guy. I can't remember his name for some reason. I saw his video the other day, and he's really made, he's a former vet. And he's really going after her really good in there in Texas. Well, he to look this, it this up. Child, this, she's been she's been in office for thirty for heck thirty years since since eighty nine, well thirty one years now. She she took over Mickey Leland's spot here when he died in a plane crash in Africa, you know, and she's had this and this um this part of of, my, of Houston's been going down ever since. But this is why I really of, believe term limits on our Congress would really help out America. It really would mm-hmm. uh, because uh, people want to stay in office. So they keep on doing the wrong thing all the time. And so if you had a term limit on, on a Senator for 12 years and a Congressman 10 years, that sounds perfect to me. And after that you're eliminated, you can no longer run again. And mm-hmm. these people have been there for so long, just like Joe Biden. He's been in, been in p- politics for 47 years and has done nothing for any stuff. Lock us up. Yeah, he's locked up a lot of black people. That's all he's done. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Donald Trump eliminated that with that uh, thing he signed in two years ago. Got that lady out of prison. has been in there for just a small amount of, of drugs. She was sentenced, I think, 45 years to life. Mm-hmm. And it was ridiculous. People who committed murder get sentenced less than that. Mm-hmm. But she loves Donald Trump now. Well, you know, like where you stayed in, in near Atlanta, man, I feel sorry for you, Tim. I do. Atlanta is a crap. I always wanted to go to move to Atlanta back in the two thousands. That's because I had I had devious reasons for that. Okay, I listened oh, to all the rap videos brother. back in. That's why I wanted to move there. But I've grown up now, you know. And um, you know, I look at it now. It's a damn cesspool. It's literally inside of me. Good morning. There, I'm like hell no. I can't do it now. I know about that because when I went there, we went by Greyhound. And before we pulled into Atlanta, the driver told us, do not leave the station out front. Because right before we got there, there was a gentleman that had just got off the bus, stood outside the front door, and got beat down, and his shoes were taken from him before the cab pulled up. They beat him for his shoes at the front door of the bus station. That sounds like um, Atlanta. <laughs> and oh, I'm standing there. I'm standing there. And that's what's so weird. I'm standing there. And it was a bunch of people that were coming to work in Atlanta. They stayed inside the door until the driver that was picking them all up showed up. 
They did not step outside that door till that car stopped right in front of the door. And when the cab stopped right in front of the door, they ran for it. You hear me? And got in. I'm like, my God. And I was thinking about walking over to the McDonald's, which is across the street. But when they told me that, uh-uh. You know, that's kind of funny. Because um, the Greyhound Station here in downtown Houston, there's a McDonald's across the street that I won't even go there to save my life. <laughs> I don't know why is that. Why is it the McDonald's across the street from a girl? The one of the most dangerous spots in the city, huh? I wonder why. Good question. You know, um, I know I didn't do that. Mm-mm. You know, and it's and man, it's sad my God, that people Tim, are I, so I, screwed like that. I I feel for you, man, because uh, Atlanta again. I used to want to move down there again when I was in high school and in my early my early young adulthood. Again, I had devious reasons for that, <laughs> but you know, um. I can't, I, I can't do it no more, man. I, um, I wanted to move to L.A. too when I was in elementary school because of the weather. Look at that crap hole. Yeah. You know, heck, like I told them, I'm surprised that they don't, they don't tax you for the, um, for breathing the air down there. Well, we got a great Republican governor here, uh, and we have a, gov- a re- Republican Senate, so. Uh, 20 years ago, everything was Democrat here. And so for the past 16 years, we've, we've at least turned a corner. And it's, kind of, it's going to be close here in Georgia for Donald Trump. But he should win Georgia by about 4 or 5%, which is yeah. about 180,000 votes. So yeah, same thing for Texas. But you know what surprised me, though? There's a lot of Hispanics that vote for Trump now. I did not know that. The media lied well, to us about that. There's a lot of Hispanics that came here the right way, and there's a lot of Hispanics who are second generation, and they are Trump lovers because, you know, if you look at it, a lot of uh, Hispanics are Catholic, and they understand why Donald Trump is pro-life and all these other reasons, and he's trying to protect America. And they came from a socialist country. Why would they want to go back to a socialist country? Yeah, but... You know, but but no one gets the you know, but the media does doesn't get their uh, um they don't get their voices on that. You know, they calling them sellouts like that old idiot Don Lemon head. You know, I really would like to talk to him because he really pissed me off years ago the night of the election talking about this is a white lash. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, do you do you not know two hundred counties that voted for Obama voted for Trump? They were tired yeah. of his crap. Uh, Trump, well, like Obama. Oh, sorry. So what you say, Tim? It's state TV now. Your newscast is nothing but state TV. They've already, they'll do anything for the Democrats. They do anything mm-hmm. for the devil. And it's state TV. That's why I don't watch it anymore. Don yep. Lemon's a bum. Yep. You know him, um, that, what's the name, Cromo's brother, um, Fredo. Fredo. <laughs> I don't call him Fredo, but, um, who else? Um, oh, MSDNC. You know, what's her name? Rachel Maddow. Maddow. Rachel Maddow. Yeah. You know, Mad Cow, you mean? Yeah, Mad Cow. <laughs> Mad Cow, yeah, you're right. And, and did you see what happened on The View last week with that with that lady from um, Baltimore trying to run for... Um, oh, Con- Chris, yeah, she went she, after it. She got on, well, she, she got on that idiot, Joy Behar. Joy Behar. She, she keeps Joy on Behart, telling everybody... The one that wore blackface? She, didn't, she keeps telling everybody she didn't do blackface, but there's proof of it. She even talked about it on The View, putting blackface on. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Kim Classic, you know, I hope she, she has a long road ahead of her. I hope she does win, but that is a Democrat stronghold in Baltimore. You know, why, again, why do you keep voting the same way and expecting different results? <laughs> to me, I said let it go. If, you know, but but you got people like her that want to do that want to help out, and God bless them. But you know, oh my God, Baltimore is who, man, I mm-mm, can't go there either. No Chicago, nope. It's just sad, man, that these that these cities have been run like this for over fifty plus years, and these people vote the same way every time, and then ask why nothing, nothing gets done. Well, you, <laughs> my God, man, look at what, it's common sense, but then again, like my dad said, common sense ain't so common no more. That ain't no lie. You know, you take simple crap and make it rocket science. You know, and just like, just like here, with the um, bridge and pair community, you know, you, you complain, complain, complain about, no, not, you know, your life ain't getting no better. Well, won't you make it better? That's not the government's job to make your life better. I believe that uh, 80% of the visually unimpaired people are liberal. I run oh, into a lot yeah. of them. I think more than that, um, Tim. I think more than that are, are, are liberal because they just, they want handouts. And they want you to feel sorry yes. for them. Yes, and that irks me to no end. I've seen that happen. And a, a friend of mine in another state, she was telling me about how they, when this happens to them, all of a sudden, they literally revert backwards from productive to dependent. I say, no, I wouldn't even say dependent. I'd say codependent because they're depending on the person in the family to help them, but then they're also depending on the government to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, hell no. You were, you were out there doing your thing before you lost your sight. What makes you think it's going to be any different now? Mm-hmm. You might have a harder road to do it, but you can still do it. Well, do, do you only do not it differently. I know, but that's what I'm saying. They choose not to, or they get in their apartments and shut the door, shut the blinds, shut the windows, and let life just straight up pass them by. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, afraid they can't of, do anything. I know a couple of blind folk that haven't left their house since this corona thing has started. I'm like, wow, you just gonna stay in your house, your home the whole time and don't even want to venture out to do nothing, huh? Tell me, you crazy for going out there. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just not afraid of what's, what's going to happen. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Okay? I can't, I can't put my life on hold because, you too, because you're afraid to, go, to, to put your life on hold. I can't do it. I got stuff, to do. I, got stuff I want to do in life. I can't do it, man. You can't live you know, in fear, that's for sure. You know, uh, talking about, oh, Lynn, you diabetic. I'm like, okay, I've been diabetic since 2002. And look what's been happening in all those years. Okay, so hey, I we had the bird flu, swine flu, SARS, MERS. So okay, what's next? COVID twenty. Okay, oh, I don't care. Okay, just like my we, before I before the show started, we went to a, a restaurant. The drought was only open. And here go my brother, man. It's a it's a shame 
that life has been this, has, has led to this. No, I'm like, you know what? It's people like you that accept it. I don't accept this. Okay? I don't accept this. Y'all accept it because y'all give up so quickly. I don't give up. Babe. I'm, I'm too stubborn to die. Mm -hmm. Okay? Get out and fight. Where's the fight in these people? You know, come on now. Well, society is making that real easy to be that way. I totally understand where you're coming from, Leon. You know, like uh -huh. I told you, Joetta, um, was it two years ago on Halloween, them idiots ran into the back of my dad's truck. I'm they get outside yeah. the truck, I'm ready to fight. Yeah, I remember that. You know, you're not gonna just run into the truck and then and then talking about ain't no damage. No, I'm ready to squabble right now. Let's go. You know, then I got I got bitched at by my brother. I'm like, dude, shut up, okay? Your little punk behind would have ran away with your tail tucked between your legs. You ought to be happy you got a brother, a blind brother that's ready to still got a lot of fight in him. I'm ready to squabble. Come on, let's go. You know, like, come on. You might see me on TV looking like, look at that damn blind fool walking like he like he can see. You know, but hey, come on. That that ought to give you hope. Like, hey, if he can still fight, so can I. Leon, you're not a blind fool. What you are is you're a blind patriot. Yeah, but I wish a lot of people, other people would see that. You know, again, with the guns, I got, <laughs> I hate to say, I had to bring up the race thing, but I'm, I have to. It's, it's been my people that's been, they've been doubting me about this. Everybody else, they wanted to help or want to learn about it. Not, not these people. They want, they, they make fun of me and stuff. I'm like, uh-huh. But I guarantee nobody won't, won't break into this house. I guarantee you that. They can try, you know, but <laughs> come on, people, we have to do something and, you know, get some kind of, something's going to have to, something's going to have to encourage them to go do something, you know, <laughs> it's like I keep telling them, they're not going to believe what's going on until, they're at, until it's at their front door, but mm -hmm. at that time, it's way too late. You don't prepare for, um, I said that wrong, you prepare for war during peace times. It's to let's prepare for war when, when the war's already started. Mm -hmm. I can tell people if you really want to know how to, if you can't afford a firearm or, or, or since they sold out, I know plenty of things of other things you can do to do to arm yourself with. Okay, I mean, again, they got they have taser flashlights out there. They're no more than sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Is anybody else in here uh, paying a price for being a conservative or is it basically, you know, like me, I I paid the price with my brother and Um, damn your brother? That that's yeah, my brother. Wow. You wanna talk about that, Tim? Well, I mean Sometimes I share things on my Facebook page of, of uh, it's like yesterday I posted a, a, a screenshot as, um, this is my opinion. I mean, everybody's got opinion, but it, it says, how can you vote on Tuesday to vote to murder children and then say, and go on Sunday saying, how, oh, how I love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then he got on there and did a, a tirade on me on that, on that post. And, uh, He's, he's the liberal one in my family, 
And now it's basically, it's, it's fractured our relationship because he just goes off. I mean, I mean, off on me about stuff like that. He's a younger, older than you. He's younger than me. He also is blind. He's also blind. Wow. Tim, he obviously is feeling guilty because of your post. Your post is holding him and others like him accountable for their, their beliefs, the way they vote, you know, the things they say in life. And he obviously feels guilty, and he's not mad enough to admit that you're right. You know what I mean? And when I mentioned Donald Trump is so, is so angry and verse, it's just like he just hates him, and he'll vote for anybody other than Donald Trump even though he's got a lot of money at stake with the stock market and everything else, he just hates Donald Trump and he just doesn't care anymore. He just, he's going to vote for Biden. I mean, have you tried to like, that's, a, that's the thing I understand where you're coming from. Like with liberals, you want to talk to them, but you can't. They, they, they have a, they don't have an open mind and stuff. You know, that's the thing. I want to know what, I want to know why you think like you think. You know, but to the point where if, if you're getting belligerent, that's why I draw the line at. Like, hey, you know, drop your, drop your ringtone down. You know, you use your inside of voice, not your outside voice. Okay, because I don't, I don't take disrespect like that. I don't take you calling me name. That's why I draw the line at right there. Like, hold up. I'm not getting on you. I'm not talking. I'm not calling you out your name. You talk to me like a man. Okay. Oh, I will end this very quickly. Okay, because well, that that sounds like some stuff from old Shakespeare. Me thinks the person does protested a little too much. Usually, and I've been hit like this on Facebook. Um, I told somebody I didn't care about a certain candidate. I didn't like the way they, you know, dealt with things. Their track record was sloppy. And the first thing I got hit with was, "Oh well, you are such and such and such and such," and I'm like okay, wait a minute, I'm entitled to my opinion just like you're entitled to yours. Let's keep it respectful here. Now, if you really want to go off, there's another way to go about that. There's a place on Facebook called Blind Chaos. And they go way off the track. They don't care. They'll call you every name in the book but a child of God in that page. So I'm like, if you really want to go like that, go to that page. This page here is not for that purpose. I said, we're all respectful of each other's thoughts and beliefs. Uh, what makes you think that you're not uh, in the same range? I mean, come on, really? So, you know, he and then he turned around and decided to call me a five-letter word. A five-letter so, word? Yes. Starts with a B. Thank you. Oh. A female dog. Thank you. And the moderator happened to see the spot, and she goes, oh, no. So she got him out of the, off, took him off the page completely. Well, you know, you know, if we all would just meet in the middle, we can accomplish a lot. I shouldn't get everything I want, and you shouldn't get everything you want, but we all need to come away with something. And if, if the politicians in Washington did that, America would be much better. Yes, I agree with look, you there. Look what happened to me Monday with a tutor. I had to, I had to cuss him out. Because oh, what he no. said, because I said, I, this, this don't make no damn sense when, when you got grade school kids going to school and we're, we're adults and we can't even go to the school. Ain't know what that jackass told me? Well, thank you, President, for that. I'm like, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. 
<laughs> I'm like, it's, it's people like you that, again, listen to that sorry mainstream media. And, and I just went off on them. And I'm just like, you know what? Give me another tutor. Because I'll be damned if I talk to this jackass. I'll be damned. You know, give me somebody else, or I will go up there myself. You're going to arrest me on this campus till I get what I, what I want. Okay? Mm -hmm. I, I got to tell people I've had enough. I'm tired of wearing masks everywhere I go, which is stupid. Looking like a jackass getting on a, get, getting on a, on, on a paratransit vehicle. I'm the only one on the vehicle besides the driver. And I'm, and I'm sitting behind plexiglass, and I still got to wear a damn mask. That's dumb. I, I don't know. I don't know that that germs can go through plexiglass like that that easily. I'm like, boy, you people are sick, 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 sick. Well, you if, it, if the the numbers wouldn't be so high if as so many people hadn't died in these uh, rest homes. Half the population that that dies from those rest homes. And so, if we could go back to the hundred thousand, let's just start well, at hundred thousand. That would be like a flu. And well, so now we're getting out here where people are, yes, sadly, they're dying, but we're at flu <coughs> right now and people are dying of it. And if you get in a car wreck and you happen to have COVID-19 in your system, that's COVID-19. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't believe the numbers like that. Like that CDC report came out a few weeks ago. They said out of that hundred, what that might as well say 200,000, less than 6% actually, actually had the virus. So we've been, heck, I already know we have been lied to from the get-go. Okay, this is all in the plan to dethrone Trump. But these people don't, they don't see it. They, we fall, um, the average American citizen falls for crap like this, hook, line, and sinker every time. You know, I'm like, come on. And it, like you said, Tom, I'm finally glad people are waking up to it. They said enough is enough, like I've said it. I'm tired. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. You know, I wish everything would go back to normal, but it, it ain't gonna never go back to where it was. I'm sorry. I wish, heck, I wish this was 2019 all over again. I, and the crap we went through in 2019. You know, but like I said, it's time for patriots to, to stand up and fight. Okay? It's time for patriots to stand up and fight. Because come October, it's gonna be a shit storm. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hell to, to pay. Hell, hell, it might be hell to pay this week with, with, with that Brown and Taylor crap and with the with Trump um, appointing that new um, su Supreme Court justice. They already said we're going to try to burn it down. I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> Anything to keep the bullshit going. I'm just calling it like it is. That's why my AR-15 is right here by my side, loaded, locked and loaded every day. You know, I'm just tired. I'm waiting for, I wish FedEx would been bring my crap here so I can, you know, put it into an ammo box. But hey, that's neither here nor there. Are you hearing a lot of people talk about NFL or any sports like that there? In a, because, I mean, there's a lot of protesting um, going on like me. I'm um, not watching it. My boyfriend and I don't even want to talk to anybody time. about the NFL. My boyfriend watches it all the time. He loves all Yeah, I saw your post the other day. <laughs> well, my thing is, all the Texas gear I have here, I haven't worn it. You know, I want to use my little frosty mug. I ain't, I haven't put it in the freezer um, since they said that they were going to play the Black National Anthem before every, well, you know, I just, I put it into the cup. I haven't taken it out yet. My um, Texas jacket, my hoodie is sitting in the closet right now. I haven't, I'm not going to wear it until they stop this political crap. 
Well, I've got Dallas Cowboys stuff, and I haven't put anything on for Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I just I refuse to watch it. Um, I might watch it. Um, like a this is a guy I watch on YouTube. His his channel's called That's Good Sports. It was I like I listen to him because he he puts comedy on it, and he and he is really funny. That's on on sports sites. The watches from him. Other than that, I don't watch it at all to see what happened. But other than that, I don't, especially with that, with the, um, the heck, the CNBC, the Chinese National Basketball Association, and LeBron James, that little punk, you know, he, oh, speaking of that, did you hear about what happened at the UFC this weekend? What? I heard that a fighter got out and really <laughs> endorsed Trump, and there now there's what? bickering fighting going yes. on. Yes, um, Kobe Covington, he, he won a fight. He, he was fighting this black guy named, who cares what his name is? It don't matter. Um, that 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 guy whooped his ass. I'm sorry. He he put a whooping on. I think he broke his ribs. So which one won? Then who the, put on some supporter won. He the put Trump a whoop because okay. before the weeks before the fight, you hear the, the the BLM supporter talking to the reporters talking about all I know is Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Black Lives. That's all he kept saying. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Well, and then he got into the ring. Got his Black Lives Matter ass whooped. Not ring until I done got his Black Lives Matter ass whooped, and uh, it was a TKO. And so after the fight, Kobe he's speaking to the press. He's like, "Yeah," and I'm calling out LeBron James. You know, he's a coward. I'm like, "Whoa," you know. And then after that, Trump actually called him. I'm like, "Why? Wow, ain't that something?" Yep. Look, go look up Kobe um Covington. What's his name? Kobe Covington. Okay. He put a whooping on that dude. It was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Like, well, I hope I hope that's what Trump does to at the polls. But oh, come on! What do you mean you hope? Come on, Leon. Aren't you as certain as I am that these polls are bogus? I'm, I'm with Tim on this one. I'm not really sure about. I'm not so worried about Trump. It's the other stuff, the House and the Senate. I'm worried about. But then again, you know what? You have to vote locally too. That that'll affect you way more than the president will. Well, they they said yesterday that George Soros has invested thirteen million dollars in local elections in your county, so you need to be worried about that too. So he's putting a lot of these radical so attorney Bloomberg. generals in there so they don't prosecute criminals. So it's so Bloomberg. He's doing it too. Bloomberg. You, these people. These rich guys are. They are literally evil. You know, and the funny thing about it, last year when when I told my my people about George Soros, they didn't know who he was. I'm like, my God, they don't they don't mention him in the news. I, I had to explain it to them. Now they think I'm just some kind of conspiracy nut. I'm like, no. Now they saying I, I was right. I'm like, oh, who's crazy now? You know, I'm not just some guy outside with with a with a ten four hat on saying the world's going to end. You know. I, that's why I've been preparing little by little. <laughs> so, you know, and I think it's starting to finally catch on. You know what, guys? To be perfectly fair to our audience and all Americans, I barely know anything about George Soros or Soros, whatever his last name is. I just know the guy is leftist. He's anti-American. <laughs> he's trying to tear down our economy. And he's in the shadows. That's what I know Safe. about George Soros. He's somewhere in the shadows. It's weird. 
He's an 88 year old Jew from um from Hungary. There's certain countries that he cannot go to. They have an arrest warrant out for him. He's why that is, bad. Why, why is why is there arrest warrants out for him? What what's his history? Do you know? Look what he's done. He's he's um how can I put it? He's a terrorist. This is plain and simple. He's just a terrorist. He cannot go back to his own home country. They will they will if he lands there, they're gonna get him. I forgot so the other countries. Hmm? Is he is he living here in the United States then? Yep. Unfortunately, yeah. They're hiding him. They actually I think I hate to say it, knock on wood, but I hope I think Trump and and Bill Barr know where he's at. And that and they're just building a case against him. Because if you take him down, I guarantee you half this crap will stop. Mm, yeah. You know, because because he is funding BLM and Antifa. He's like mm -hmm. the main money guy. Yeah. You know, he he literally turned over his own people during World War II. That tells that, that, that tells you a lot about the guy. He turned in his own people so so he could get something out of it. I'm like, wow. And he's here for, he lived freely. You know, yes. like if he'd turn in his own people, he would turn on his own government. If I don't know if he even claims the United States as his government. No, he don't claim it. He just wants to destroy yeah. it. Yeah, it's pretty clear we can't trust him anything that he does. No, Bloomberg, that piece of crap. Mm. That little short nip. Oh, God, I can't stand that little idiot either. I can't stand Bill Gates either. You know, I'm not taking no no damn coronavirus vaccine that he that he puts out there. I'd rather die. Yeah, me, I'm with you on that one, Leon. Now, do you think it's irresponsible for Joe Biden to be telling everybody not to take the virus because he doesn't trust Trump? You know, three months ago, they're all screaming, there's no, there's no cure, there's no uh, uh, shot for it and everything like that. Now that we're coming down to it, now he's telling people, don't take it and uh, because I don't trust Trump. Trump's got nothing to do with the the cure for this virus these companies do but him saying that people may not take it and could die now because of what uh biden and his little uh harris wants saying all this stuff well, well that's if anybody's listening to them and like i said on previous episodes i really don't believe anybody's um listening to them or putting anything into what they're saying i pray <laughs> Well, with that, you know, look at when Biden goes to places that no one shows up, just the press. You know, when, when well, Trump shows up there, it's, he's like he's a rock star. It was funny the other day when I was watching Joe Biden's uh, up in Wisconsin. They had these little white uh, circles cut out in the field, and there were people just sitting. Maybe there's 10 people at this whole whole speaking event. I was laughing. He goes to empty places because he's so scared to death of this virus. Everywhere he goes, he's got a mask on. Even when there's nobody within 100 feet of him, he's always no. wearing a mask. Him, he doesn't go to empty places because he's scared of the virus. The places are empty because nobody shows up to listen to him speak. Well. <laughs> That's why there's nobody in the audience. Last night, yeah, no there one, was no thousands, thousands in, in Pennsylvania. I mean thousands. That show up to hear Biden? No, To hear Trump. Trump. Oh, well, I was talking about when Biden shows up to speak. You were talking about him showing up to speak in front of these no, little No, the crowds. only one that shows up there is the Grim Reaper, I guess. Well, I'm just saying that the... the yeah. 
There's no yeah, Tim. No one shows like um when he landed in um in Wisconsin, he got off the plane and he literally said, "Hey, look, I love look at all you beautiful um, Biden supporters." And there's no one there. Yeah, he all waved right. at an empty field. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's no one literally. But, but when Trump showed up, it was literally people for miles to see him. I'm like, wow. There's more Trump supporters at a Biden rally than there are Biden people. I wish President Trump would come to Phoenix, and I wish I would have a private. He just came to Arizona, didn't he? What? Didn't he just come to Arizona a couple of weeks ago? Well, I think he was here a couple months ago, like in August. I think he was here, and and I think mm-hmm. he was after here a few weeks ago too. But the thing is, when he's coming. Brandon and I don't hear about it with enough notice, and even when we do get notice, it's impossible to get tickets to get in. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, well, he's, still that quick. he's coming to Atlanta Friday. Oh, oh he is? Wow. Yep. Well, if they I protest. knew my guide dog could do it, I'd do it. But <laughs> mm. Why can't yeah, you do it, Tim? Huh? Why can't you do it? I'd be sitting out there for hours just to get in because of so many people will be there. And I don't know if my dog can hang on that long. <laughs> mm. Oh, Tim, let me tell you what I've experienced when I've go- gone to stuff. Most people, especially if you show up with your guide dog, dude, they'll let you kind of the front of the line, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying go and take advantage of that, but don't not go because you have a guide dog and because you're disabled because there's a really good po- chance that, I mean, those are Trump supporters too. Those are good people. They'll yeah. be like, hey, man, come on up here. Yeah, come on. You know what I mean? Get her, get her a vest that says, I bark for Trump. <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Tim, I wanted to know about your Minnesota trip, man. How was it? Oh, man, I went up there. Uh, to, I flew up on Southwest Airlines out of Atlanta, and uh, there the the plane was full. All they had was the middle seats were emptied. Uh, so, in other words, the plane was full for their standards. That's going to end October 1st. And there was people everywhere. Uh, they were wearing masks, and I felt secure and I just kept my hands clean, and you have to wear a mask in the airport and on the plane. You have to wear a mask; they won't let you on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I obeyed the rules and uh, had a blast with the Miss Minnesota. Went to Wisconsin and Michigan. I could have done something for Trump while I was there, I guess. And uh, I met the puppy raisers for Glacier for three or four hours. That was nice, but I had a real nice trip. Did you and Glacier go by yourselves, or did anybody go with you? No, I had a, had somebody go with me, but okay. uh, it was a fun trip, though. It was it was very enjoyable. I left Atlanta; it was ninety. Got up there; it was like sixty. That was great. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, you know, you know, um, Minnesota. Um, <laughs> have you heard about what happened in Minneapolis last week too? That that idiotic city council is not complaining that the cops won't protect them now. I'm yeah, like, they can't figure it out them. since they defunded the police. Why can't the police help <laughs> us anymore? But let me tell you, Leon, everywhere I went in Wisconsin and in Michigan, Trump signs everywhere. Oh, I think I saw way. two Joe Biden signs. That was it. The rest of it were Trump. It was the same way when my sister and I were in Montana over Labor Day. We drove throughout Montana. We flew into Great Great Falls, and then we drove up to the High Line, and then we drove all the way back down to Missoula, and then back up to Great Falls to catch our flight, right? And throughout the state, we saw Trump signs everywhere. 
I asked Amber when she started pointing out all the signs. She saw one Biden sign during our whole time there. Well, there were people over the overpasses with flags with Trump sign, honk for Trump, and people were going by honking their horns, driving on the highway. Well, I don't know. Yeah, there, there, could be a, there could be a silent majority that's out there right now, and it could be something huge. And God, I hope it is. I hope it is. I think it's well, going to be a landslide in November. Well, dude. Tim, with that, you have to understand, too, Look what's going on. If you say you vote for Trump, you, you get you get ousted on, on social media and you might get fired from your job. Well, if you do, I guess that's just going to have to happen because my country's more important than anything. Hey, I say the same thing, but you, you know, but, uh, but a lot of people, they just keep silent on it. They don't say, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not even much in the politics, but they vote, but they mostly vote for Trump. Because that again, they don't want to get ousted, you know. Yeah, I think there's a lot of silent people out there, like last election, that didn't want to say they're voting for Trump, and then and the, next, so, but, you know, the media can't figure out where the hell all these voters come from. But look at but look at what Antifa said yesterday. They're gonna start burning down people's houses with, with American flags on it. You guys know? Do you guys? I should tell you guys who called me on. I think it was Monday night. It was on my home phone, and I was. At, right by my phone anyway, because I was working on my um, book at my desk. And I just answered my phone. I figured it would be a solicitor because I've been getting a lot of calls from pollsters on my phone. And I love telling her I'm voting for President Trump. It was someone who identified herself as calling from Planned Parenthood, wanting to know if I would be voting for Mark Kelly this year. I was really appalled that Planned Parenthood was randomly calling people and encouraging them to vote for Mark Kelly, their candidate. Well, I think that's pretty ballsy. Well, it's ballsy. Uh, not really, because they call funds me from the government. They take me about the same stuff. Because I'll tell you, we have, we have a skyscraper, a Planned Parenthood skyscraper in a black neighborhood. Literally, you can see it off the freeway. It's a what Planned Parenthood skyscraper. A skyscraper? <laughs> oh, well, well te it, technically, it's not co co really considered a skyscraper, but it's about 15, 17, uh, it's about 15 or 20 stories in the air. Is it a, is it a clinic where they perform abortions? or? It's, it's way more than a clinic. It's a whole office. It's a, oh, is that their headquarters? Huge, my, you might as well say it's like the Southeast Texas headquarters of Planned Parenthood. It is that, it is that big. It is huge. Yeah. And you know, and it's... Oh, God damn it. The damn thing fell. Are you okay, Leon? Yeah, my damn phone fell. That's my stupidity. Okay, um, let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So, do you want to continue? Yeah, I continue. Um, I mean, you can literally see it off the freeway when you um, pass up the third ward. Is a, is a predominantly black na neighborhood. But we, have, but we have two major colleges in third ward. University of Houston and Texas Southern University. You know, one's um, mostly, well, one's a black college and one is a um, predominantly white college. But it's a big Planned Parenthood right there. I'm like, wow. And I mean, it is, it is huge. And, um, and right on top of the building, it says Planned Parenthood. And it's, it's sad that, that you put these um, abortion clinics inside of black neighborhoods like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and... My God, you know, 
like I was told, abstinence is key. <laughs> I know, I know, a lot of a lot of teenagers can't keep their hormones in check. I had to, you know, but I kept myself busy with sports and video games. You know, besides my fans wouldn't like my mama told me, boy, I ain't raising no kids. Okay, so that that was went went through my mind. Is Joetta still there? I am. I'm just listening. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, I hate to say this, but I've got to go. I got okay. to meet and, and I got to and I got to call my teacher too for school. Well, thanks for joining us today, Tim. I'll see you all later. God bless right, you all. Tim. Okay, God bless you, you Tim. Have a good day. Later, dude. Leon, did you say you have to go as well? Well, well, what? Let me see what time it is, because I got a tutoring session coming up at in a, maybe an hour or two, so I got to get ready for that. But okay. I just got, you know, it was just like I said, it's been hectic with the school crap and trying to get everything situated and you know getting on. I got, this is why I said I wish school was open for us, and it's not, and it's a and it's a chore trying to get this crap done. And you know, <laughs> if I wasn't trying hard enough, I wouldn't. You know, how can I put it? If I wasn't trying as hard as I am, I wouldn't get none of the stuff. You know, Jordan knows, knows what I'm trying to talk, what I'm trying to say. If you weren't putting in 150%, you wouldn't be getting anywhere. Well, not even. That is just, you know, if I was a lazy bum, they would give me everything. Oh. You know, if I just wanted to be lazy and just, they'd be, they'd be, they'd be helping me out with hand over foot. Mm -hmm. I mean, hand over fist, but since I am trying to do something, it's like so many roadblocks, but it's worth it, you know? <laughs> I'm not doing it just for me, I'm doing it for other visually impaired students too. Mm -hmm. You know, but I hopefully my hard work doesn't go in vain. You know, hopefully people, other, other visually impaired people it's like, okay, this is what he did, what can I do, do to contribute? Mm -hmm. You know, but my work probably won't be seen for, for some years. But it's worth it if, if, if I can help at least one more visually impaired student. Leon, I, I think it, it will help. I think it's a wonderful idea. It's marvelous that you're, you know, paving, paving the way for other visually impaired people. And it's bound to, you know, um, come back, you know, it's bound well, to- Well, that, that's the thing, um, Becca, food. is just, like they, like they keep saying, I, it has to be more voices out there. Mm -hmm. They are too afraid to come, they, it's like they, they don't care or they're just too afraid to speak up. Mm -hmm. And like I, I don't care, you know. That's the thing. You have to, you, you have to stand for something. Yeah. You know, I'm not just doing this just for my health. I'm doing it for all of us, so we can make this a better. You know, you have to show that you have to show side of people that that blind folk can, can do, do. We can contribute in this world. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. but it's hard. I mean, it is who is hard. Yeah, we need to make it so that. The question is no longer, how in the world are you going to do it? The question is, why wouldn't you be able to do that? Mm. You know what I mean? And we are starting to make that turn. Yeah, but that turn is, is slow. But it should, I say it is changing. But again, it has to be more of us out there to, to say, to voice our, to voice our uh, opinion out there. You know, mm -hmm. stop just going to White Cane Day. That's not doing any good. How many White Cane Days have we had? Okay, we need to do something else. Mm -hmm. Go well, out there and, and, and challenge the world. That's what we need to do. That, that should be the NFB's new, new slogan. Go out and challenge the world. 
Well, that's what I'm doing every day. I try to do that every day, and I know you do, Leon. And I'm sure some of our blind brethren are doing the same. Um, not all of not all of our blind brethren are sitting at home letting their moms and dads or spouses take care of them. You know what I mean? A lot mm -hmm. of them are out going to school or going to work or doing things to learn, you know, improve themselves and teach themselves things. You know, like my slogan is, it's not the hand that you dealt, it's how you play your cards. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, that's what I'm, just because you, you lost your eyesight, does not mean life is over with. Again, I've, I've been that, I've been that depressed. I lost my eyesight, but I got out of my funk too. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. A lot of people have been, a lot of them have been blind way before I have. And they've just been in the slump ever since. I'm like, come on, man. I'm just, you're right. I can't, I can't speak on everybody. But for me, again, once that, once that pity party stopped, I'm like, okay, once I accepted the fact that I was going to be blind for the rest of my life, okay, let's get up and go. What can I do? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's why we have the Lighthouse. That's why we have schools like the Chris Cole School for the Blind and, other, and schools just like it. It's so you can be independent, not to be relying on the government for everything. I'm and like, come on, man, you got to do I, something. I think there's a similar question that can be asked that has a much shorter answer that we would have time to answer during this episode. And that question is not what can we do, but what is there that we can't do? And honestly, I don't think there's anything that a blind person cannot figure out how to do if left to their own devices and given access to all the tools that are available. Well, that's the thing too, Becca, you have to, you, they have to be motivated to, to do something. That's mm -hmm. the thing, they're not motivated. You mm -hmm. know, it's, you know, they're like, um, Jordan, what's that, um, What's that doggone donkey off of Winnie the Pooh's name? Eeyore. Um, yeah, yeah, he's always down and come on, man. You know, <laughs> you got to do something, man. But you got to also look at the other side of that equation. You might be motivated to get things off the ground, but then you got to have people that are willing to give you that opening, that opening shot to get to get on it and get with it because. If you're given that opening shot, your confidence level is going to fly through the roof and you're going to be emboldened to do even more than what you started out with. Oh, let me tell you, as long as you have the drive and once you're given access to the tools that you need in order to learn the skills you need to succeed in life, you literally can bull through the rest of it. Well... Have I say, I say Becca, some of it is luck too, because I'm not, I'm not gonna say it's all been me. It has been the luck, and people willing to, like Joy is willing to help me too. But the thing about it, I have to take that shot, like she said, and I cannot, mm -hmm. I really can't fail, because if I fail, they're gonna be like, see, I told you, blind people can't do it. Exactly. You know? Listen, if you believe in yourself, though, and if you keep insisting that you believe in yourself, and then you start succeeding, then those naysayers start coming around. They're like, whoa, wait a minute, she is doing it. And then they start um, put, put making stuff happen in your favor instead of going against you. You know what I mean? What, well, that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years since I left, you know, since I left Austin. I told them that. I'm going to change, I'm going to change the, the landscape of blindness, and, and at least in Houston, you know, I've been, I've been trying, I've been working my damnest to do it, but I can't do it by myself. I have to give other people the, 
they say, hey, you know, we want this amount that. I'm just one voice. You know, you have, you have so many other ones that are just so scared or they just don't care as long as they get what they want out the deal. I don't care about anybody else. You know, and, and that's a selfish mentality that I have to deal with here. You know, I'm like, come on that's now. This every state, not just Texas. Yeah, that is, that it is true. But, you know, I can't speak on other states, but I, I, mm -hmm. I can only concentrate on where, where we at, Joetta. I can't. I know. You know, it's, it's little baby steps. You know, I'm starting with my school, and then I'm trying to venture out to the paratransit. Then, mm -hmm. then after the paratransit, I'm trying to go, go, go to the city to get stuff done. You know, that's, and that's the thing. People need to stop being so selfish. It's not just about you. It's about every, It's about the whole collective of us. Okay, stop worrying about partying. And it's kind of funny. Y'all can go party. Y'all y'all behinds off. But when it comes to blind rights, you don't care. I'm like, wow. I'm I'm I'm, I'm bewildered by this crap. Their priorities are, shall we say, ass backwards. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Because I'm, I'm like, come on, man, and. And like and like I said, here in, here in Texas, we go to college for free, as long as it's a public university, or as long as it's public, it's free. And, you know, it's, I'm like, so you have this opportunity to go take advantage of it. You know, stop. And it's nothing really wrong with them. They just, they just can't. They just visually impaired. That's the only problem. That's the only problem that they have. You know, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't. And the thing about it, some of them can, can see pretty good. I'm like, boy, I'll be damned. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, boy, that's the part that it, that's the part that ticks me off. I mean, because uh, we went to school, we did everything we could do, and then some. And then you got some that may or may not see better than us. And they feel that they're entitled like a bunch of little lazy ass teenagers uh, to get whatever the government's got for them. Or they think that the government owes them. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? I'm, at the time that I went to Chris Cole, I was 61. And uh, I sure as hell didn't think the government owed me a doggone thing. It was my job to get out there, learn what I could do, get the tools that I needed to make it happen, and then go make it happen. Mm -hmm. It wasn't up to the government to tell me, oh, well, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you that, we're going to give you that. No. It was up for me to go get those things and then turn it around. Mm. Well, once I got out here, I tried my damnedest to turn it around. I'm still working on it, but I haven't seen anybody to open up and give me a shot yet. But that's okay. I'm work, still working on it. That's the point. Well, Joe, we, like you said, give, you know what I had to do in school here? I had to, I had to make my, I had to, I had to put myself into the game because again, like my counselor told me, the, um, the administration at my school don't they didn't care. They didn't care till till recently. Till I kept I kept standing on them and I threatened to sue them. That's when they wanted to jump to it. I'm like, oh, See, I'm not lawsuit. in school though. I'm not that, in that, school. That, that I'm talking about true. the workforce. It's a big difference. Is, I forgot about that. Yeah. It's a but big then again, and that's another battle. I got to fight when I, once I get to that part. You know. Yeah. But that's why I say, 
with, 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 with the blind community, we need to be more entrepreneurs too. Okay, because yeah. some of these companies are not going. You're gonna have, you're going to make your own job because these people don't. I hate to say it, they're too afraid that because what you too much of a liability. But okay, okay, well, okay, let me go to school, get these skills, and start my own thing. Yep. That's what. That's I'm afraid that's what's going to have to happen. Be your own guys, huh? Guys. Um, did either of you happen to watch the video that we released on Becca's World this morning? No. My internet was down. I've been, I've been trying to get this stupid internet up. I'm on, I'm on cellular data right now. And they're going to charge me out the, out the wazoo for this, but I don't care. Oh, thank you, Leon. That's so they finna, nice of you. They finna, AT&T, man, should be here pretty soon because I got, the, I got schoolwork to do. And I'm on my phone's, um, hot, I mean, after this, I got to cut on my hotspot on my cell phone so I can get on the internet. Because that's, that storm yesterday really did, did a number on us. I mean, ugh, it is, it is, well, it's mostly dried up now, but last night, yesterday was, it was horrible. <laughs> you know, and like I guess I have no Wi-Fi right now. Well, I was just asking if you guys had seen the video that we released today, because it's, my response to Joe Biden's town hall video. No, I, I haven't been on, I haven't done anything on, on the internet at all today because Well, when you guys get the chance, I encourage you guys to look at it. Okay. Share it and stuff, but. Um, how much time we got left? Um, well, we can wrap up if you guys are ready to now. Yeah, because like I said, I got to get, get, go eat and get ready for this tutoring thing. Joetta, do you have anything you'd like to add before we wrap up the show? No, I'm good. Okay. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World for today's episode of The Blind View. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.